And that's where we see most people fail is that they go have a great coffee, they go buy them a beer, and then no action ever is taken and no results are created. What are we talking about on the Grow Your Damn Business podcast? We're talking about business, specifically your business. Is it growing or are you stuck? How painful is that growth? Is it running you or are you running it? Are you working in your business or on your business? On the Grow Your Damn Business podcast, we explore these questions and much more. Expect a lively, spirited discussion about what it takes to grow your damn business. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Damn Business podcast. I'm your host, Scott Goodrich. And today I am joined by a gentleman that um, somehow I have not met yet in person. Um, we live within a few miles of one another. And, and we met through some crazy matching service that matches guests and hosts. But uh, sometimes that's the way things happen. So first and foremost, Brandon Barnum, welcome to the show. Scott, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, great to have you here as well. Uh, looking forward to this conversation. Uh, lots of ground to cover. We were talking a little bit beforehand and trying to figure out how to digest Brandon's bio in, in such a way that can do it justice. Um, so I'm not going to try to take all that on. Brandon's got a lot going on. Although, Brent, I have to start with um, King of Referrals is um, Googleable, and your name pops up. Self-proclaimed, or did someone give you that title? Yeah, no. I, In <laughs> fact, I never say that about myself, Scott. I don't think I've ever once claimed that I'm the King of Referrals. <laughs> Someone said it about me on a magazine cover, and since then, my publicist is like, that's what we're using, and so that's what stuck. No one else has got it. You take it. Michael Jackson's the king of pop. Johnny Carson's the king of late night. You know, you're, you're in good company there, right? The, the folks that you, you, you make it, you lay the claim, it's yours. Uh, There's Brandon, only one real king, but whatever. It's, I, it's I, all I, good. I, I gotcha. No, no no doubt about it. I, I gotcha. Um, Brandon, if you could, just give us a little bit of, of, of your background, what you're working on right now, then we'll kind of take it back a little bit further to, to how things got started for you. Yeah. So as far as what I'm working on right now, I'm the CEO of HOA.com. That's really my primary passion. I'm building a platform that's like Nextdoor meets Angie's List meets Zillow. Nice. So we're creating an online ecosystem for homeowners. And really, we have everything that homeowners need. We, ha we connect homeowners to professionals they can trust. And because we have the HOA.com domain, we're on a mission to revolutionize the homeowner association industry. Most people don't love their HOAs. There's 370,000 of them out there, including 53% of U.S. homeowners that live in an HOA. And Scott, if I ask you what's the number one brand that you think of for homeowner associations, what comes to mind? I mean, they're they're all local. I happen to know someone that's in a franchise that does HOA, so I could I give him a plug. He's in PMI. That's one that I'm aware oh, yeah. of. Yeah, so I know that one just because uh, he I, he's shared with me a little bit about that. So there you go. Yeah, so I'm working with the CEO. So okay. PMI is the number one property management company in the U.S. franchise. But okay. when you think of actual HOAs, there really isn't a brand, and that's right. what we hear all the time. So we're on a mission to completely transform the industry. And at the core of the way we monetize, we connect homeowners to professionals they can trust. That's all the realtors, mortgage lenders, insurance agents, painters, plumbers, and everyone else that serves homeowners. All the, all the stuff that uh, we need day in, day out. Now, no, Brandon, I, you know, I think I can fairly put the label on you as serial entrepreneur, right? This is not your <laughs> first venture online. So Kind of, if you would take us back, what, what got you started here? What was the first business that you started? Why did you start it? And what was, what was that about? 
You know, it's funny. Uh, this is actually the 10th technology platform that I've built over the last 26 years. I started out in 1997. I was a single dad. I had custody of my son. I was making $20,000 a year. And I started bouncing my mortgage checks after I got custody. I couldn't pay the daycare and the mortgage. So I'm like, okay, I had to do something different. So I got in the mortgage business okay. and I had somebody mentor me in the art and science of generating referrals. And within 18 months, I 10X my income from 20,000 a year to 200,000 a year as a single dad in my 20s. Nice. So I spent the next 12 years in the mortgage business. I created originally in 1997, kind of the predecessor, not the predecessor, an early version of what Zillow has become, an online home buyer guide that featured listings. At the time you couldn't find, if you found listings online, they had one exterior photo. And we said, this is silly. I want to be able to see the bathrooms and the bedrooms and all the stuff. So we did that back in 1997. Uh, fast forward the last 12 years, I've been building online platforms to help people work by referral. That's yeah. really where I, I did a half a billion dollars in transactions by referral and it changed my life. I'm on a mission to change other people's lives with referrals. And so my last platform was called refer.com. We built that to 5 million members, including wow. 250,000 realtors exited that in 2019. And then we, I, I was working with what's now my business partner. I was kind of coaching him at the time. And we said, what if we could create like a BNI power team only for professionals who serve real, real uh, homeowners? And that's yeah. how we started this. So, boy, just, just a lot going on there. So let, let me just talk about one thing. So technology-based platforms, right? That's really the sweet spot. And you've been able to apply that in, in a couple different areas there. Where's the technology background come from? Wait, 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 was that, I am was a that... non-technical founder. I'm yeah, a visionary, okay. you know, marketing <laughs> degree and... Yeah. Uh, uh, find a need, fill it. That's what my marketing instructor taught me back in the day. Sure. So I knew when I graduated college in 1993, I knew that the internet was the future. There was no doubt about it. Yeah. And when I got in the mortgage business, I had to differentiate myself from everybody else because everybody's selling the same loan programs and competing on rates and fees. And I went, that's not the game I want to play. Yeah. So I created a different game. I created an online home buyer guide. And then I went to realtors and said, I want to feature your listing at pdxhome.com, the Portland online home buyer guide. And then I was different from everybody else. So yeah. I added value to everybody that I met. And what I learned was that when I was generating the referrals, the leads, and giving those out to the referral partners, I won the loyalty. So I just maximized that and it changed my life. Yeah. Uh, entrepreneur, does that come from you? Did it come from someone you observed growing up? Is this just part of your, your family's foundation? Give me a little bit of, of how you jump into that because lots of folks have ideas, but actually never take the bold step and execute on them, right? They don't take that step and say, all right, I'm going, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this idea. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No, you know what? I grew up as a, my parents got divorced when I was four and my mom was a hippie lesbian back in the seventies. So I was raised by, you know, two moms at different times, yeah. different women at different times. But yeah. my mom, we were living on food stamps. I got free lunch. So I always had a hunger to go make money because money was not prevalent in my house, quite frankly. And, yeah. but I always remember being different. Like, dude, honestly, when I was 12 years old, I hopped a bus, went for an hour to an online infomercial seminar at a hotel. And I just always had that bug. I'd watch Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties Absolutely. and go, okay, that's yeah. the dude I want to be. Because so he was fun. making money and always hustling. And so anyway, it's just always been a calling for me. 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting to say that because I, I had something similar and I, I wish I could put a finger on it because that's what I was doing when I was a kid and I don't know necessarily why. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough, my parents both both worked, were, were professionals, a teacher and an attorney, so that, you know, good professionals, and they, but that's not a, necessarily an entrepreneurial type work. They both work for somebody else and yet I'm out there selling wrapping paper, running a couple paper routes, trying to figure out how many lawns I could mow and create a lawn service and then see if I could get my buddies to mow the lawns for me while I made some, you know, I was like, what, what is it that, that starts that way? And, and, and you know, where does that come from? Nature, nurture, you know, not, not sure. And I, I was interested to me, it's like, how does someone just become the, the serial entrepreneur where the next idea is always, you know, I'm going to chase that next idea. I got something here. I want to go for it. Uh, just, just really interesting. Let's, let's talk about this referral side of things because you, you went through it rather quickly, but you obviously found something in order to, to 10X your business. And I, and I want to go there in a, in a second as well, but you found something there that, that was a, a unique, it was, was a niche that was, was, was what allow you to separate yourself from it? Do you remember? Was there a point in time where you said, "Oh, I, I you stumbled upon it," or you know, the light bulb went off? What, what was it like when that before that twenty thousand became two hundred thousand? Yeah, what I did when I got in the mortgage industry is I went and interviewed all the top producing people I could find, both mortgage lenders and realtors, and I said, "Okay, what's the secret to your success? How are you making so much money and making a difference out there?" And they all said the same thing: referrals. And I went, "Okay, when you hear the same answer enough, it's right. like." Okay, I'm not too dumb. I'm smart enough to be able to follow the path of others. And when I asked the mortgage lenders where they got their business, the number one answer was always realtors. Then it was financial advisors and then attorneys or accountants. And so I said, okay, if that's how you win the game, I'm going to go win the game by adding as much value to as many people as possible. And I believe in differentiating yourself. You've got to stand out in the marketplace. You've got to make yourself so valuable to others that they have no choice but to send their clients to you. And I think it's all about helping your, your referral partners solve their problems and solve their clients' problems. And so that's what I did. I taught my referral partners what types of issues their people would be facing. And then when they heard those those challenges from their clients, they went, they automatically thought of me. And then I was the solution to their clients' problems. Did you have in your mind at that time, and, and I know you are still in your 20s, metrics in mind, or I'm going to do this many on this day. Did, were you thinking in, in that terminology? At, you know, we, you know, I talked briefly about what I do in, in working within the within EOS, but it, you know, we got to measure the stuff that matters and you've got to build those scorecards out. Was that something that was a part of what you were doing at that time? Not at first, but what happened was I got started like midway through 1997 in the mortgage business. At the end of 1998, when I looked at my my W-2 and I saw I made over 200000 I went, wow, that's awesome. And I knew I was doing well because yeah. my life was totally different. <laughs> right. But I said, I want to go take inventory and really understand where that money was. So at that point, I hadn't really had any training. I, you know, I went to business school, but they don't really teach you much in business school, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I didn't inventory it. I looked at all my closed loans for the year and I said, okay, where did this business come from? How much did I get from each of my referral partners? And I had one partner and it blew me away. I didn't realize, but this woman named Dana Berry had referred me over $50,000 in commissions in that year. Wow. One referral partner wow. equaled 25% of my personal income. So I started doubling down. I started investing in ads with Dana. We started doing ads in the real estate book. I started doing uh, seminars, first time home buyer and investor, investor, you know, realtor, real estate, uh, real estate investor seminars. I would place the ads, fill events, 
I would be the MC, have the microphone, and then I would feature my partners. And that came out of doing that that analysis, you know, measuring the KPIs. But that was the first time is in 1998. I hadn't had any training like EOS. I mean, man, that would have changed my life back then. You know, there, there are things that you, you, you get later on and say, boy, I wish I had him there, but that was part of your journey, right? You, you learned it in that way and, and can you now can look back on him finally with those lessons learned and the, the, both the challenges and, and the wins there. Um, just, just as you're going through that, just some, something was, was just hitting me on there. And, and I, I only say this, I, I was just talking to a client about this recently. I was like, when was the last time you went back through and looked at where your business is coming from? And right. you did that naturally. Did someone share that with you? Because it really is a it's a great lesson. And for, for those that are, you know, taking a note or two as I listen to this or, you know, a takeaway here, that, that it's a good takeaway. Like, where's your business coming from and do more of whatever that is, right? We talk about it quite a bit in our, in our coaching practices. You obviously yeah. had that lesson learned early on. Yeah, it's a great question. I can't honestly say, Scott, that I remember where that came from. I was probably reading a business book because I was always hungry for success. And I've been a personal development junkie since I was 15. I got turned on to Tony Robbins young. And so I've never really read the fiction books. I read the nonfiction, including this one right over here, The One Minute Millionaire Changed My Life. And this man, Mark Victor Hansen, has been my personal mentor for the last 19 years. I've talked to him three times this week. So, you know, this space I just love. And part of it is I'm on a mission to impact as many people as possible. And I'm attracted to those that are doing this. I think that's why you and I are talking. Well, yeah. It, by, by the way, my, my guy, when I was in my first sales job out of, out of school was Zig Ziglar. Zig and I, oh, spent, yeah. we spent a lot of time together in the, in the car back, at, you know, I'm an older guy. So we, we had some cassette tapes, but that's what worked in the car at the time. And that's how I got from appointment to appointment was a little Zig time and uh, some, some great stuff in there. Uh, I'll never forget. I saw Zig live, him and Tommy, Tommy Hopkins and some of those yep, guys. Yep, yep. And Zig had this pump and he was pumping like a water pump on stage. And he was probably 75 years old Unreal. and he was just just going off and saying, you got to just pump it away and take action every day. And the more action you take, the more results you're going to make. And he was awesome, man. He was an original. Oh, he, he was. There, there's a few stories from those tapes that I that I still remember. He had a great one about even just trying the power of influence and you know, he was trying to get a room at a hotel and, and he was trying to get this last room and it was really featured on his tape. And he told this whole long story and with that great Southern drawl that he had. And it's just, yeah. just, just, just fantastic stuff. So, you know, you got to have those folks in your life, got to have those folks part of what, what makes you who you are. It sounds like you still have one today. So, yeah. And, and I would say I love the Zig Ziglar quote that says you can have everything you want in life when you help enough other people get what they want. Great message, right? EOS core value, help first. You've said it a couple times here. I think we're mutually connected to a friend of mine, Andrew Kolakoff, who speaks that back and forth. I don't know if you've talked to Andrew lately, but you know, I spend some time with Andrew, and he's of the same mind. Like how, and he actually is tracking it. So, uh, Andrew, if you're listening, uh, but he's out there saying, look, how can I make five introductions today? Can I get five new yeah. connections made for folks? And really believes that's just a w- way to make the world go around, make it a better spot. And it totally is about that servant leadership, a uh, uh, style and, and approach. And it really just pays it, off. It's amazing. So I t- mentioned Mark Victor Hansen. He just hooked me up with this guy. I had, he was in town. I had lunch with him today, Matt George, shout out if you're listening, nonprofit game plan. And this guy is a, a Harvard uh, 
NBA executive leadership guy. I mean, just amazing man. Spent 20 years in the nonprofit world is on a mission to empower people to become charity champions. And so, you know, I just connected him to somebody and then I've made three referrals today. And then I've had three other people connect me with amazing people. It's all about not only who you know, but who knows you and who's willing to connect you to who they know. Yeah. And, and being intentional about it. You know, that's a thing that's that I right. uh, got to talk quite a bit about as you're making these connections, keeping a note known who th- that's out there, but don't just give it lip service, right? Get, you know, as you, as you find someone and you, those are the folks that are going to last you the longest. That's the business that's going to matter. And it's, you're right. It's going to move things forward. So what, so this whole idea, obviously success from that, right. Was, so you wrote a book about it. Let's just talk a little bit about that, that book, because you know, that what was the genesis behind that other than it was successful for you, but what got you started and said, okay, time for me to put pen to paper. I'm going to go do this. I, I've got something here. Brother, I started it 10 years before I published it. So let me just say writing a book is not the easiest thing, especially unless you hire a ghostwriter. There's way easier ways than I did it. I wrote every single word. And what finished the book was when that whole COVID nonsense came around and, you know, I was sort of sequestered for a while and I went, you know what? I need to teach the the people in the HOA.com referral network. They need to know what I know. And so that's why I went out and really finished the Raving Referrals book. And, and that's changed my life. So if you haven't written a book, think about putting your expertise in print. Because when you do that, you elevate your success. And amazing people like Scott Goodrich want to have you on their show and interview you. So well, I, it's hey, a good thing. I appreciate it. I feel like I'm the one that's the, the privilege here is we're, we're passing this back and forth. The, the, the amount that I can take and learn from folks when, when they come on here, that's uh, for me more, more than half the, oh, the win here. It's it's, it's a great smart, share. Yeah, it's good Super stuff. Super smart. The yeah. other thing that happened is Mark Victor Hansen said, don't write a book, build a brand. You know, for those of you who know Mark, he wrote all those chicken soup for the soul. He He's written over 300 books. But what I did then is I went, okay, we're going to write a number of books. So this is the second, Raving Referrals for Dentists. I do have a dental coaching consulting company called Champion Dentists. I'm the chairman. I have a CEO, a whole team that runs it. I honestly awesome. don't spend much time there. But we've got the next book coming out, Raving Referrals for Mortgage Experts, and then Real Estate Agents, Insurance Agents, Financial advisor, CPA. So we've got five more books coming out in the next 18 months. And the beauty is 80% of the book is the same as the original book. It's just customized yeah. for each market. So I, I share this not only to, I'm not trying to brag about myself. It's really to give the listeners an idea of when you write something, make it an extension, create different channels for every one of the client types that you serve so that you can be the authority, the expert and Maybe they'll make you the king of consulting. Who knows? Right. Well, you know what? Write about what you care about. So critical, right? You're living your passion yeah. and your purpose. I, I had a, a gentleman on, on a show. We released the episode just recently, and he's all about connecting that passion and purpose. And he was, you know, he, he has found his way and he had some very inspiring stories for it from a, a kid that didn't like to to talk out loud to having a couple TED talks. So is it really just a wow. tremendous story of, 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 you know, found his way, found it and literally found his voice in, in doing that, being able to share that, which he cared so much about. And it sounds like you've been able to do that. Well, um, it's w- one of the things that attracted me to doing this, you know, I, I just, I, I enjoy meeting, talking to others and hearing their stories. And I was having some great conversations. I said, well, wait a second, 
why wouldn't I not share some of those conversations? There's some there's some nuggets in here that that others can take from this. So so my whole goal in having these types of conversations is to to share with others and say, hey, grab something. There's got to be something here that's gonna gonna go let you take it and apply it in your own world, whatever it is. And plus, uh, you accelerate your learning in the process. Absolutely, not only meeting fascinating people that you may not meet otherwise, and even though we're neighbors, but <laughs> also. You know, you ex- you expand your circle of influence. You give like right now you're making an imprint and a difference in my life. And I'm going to be looking for people I can refer back to you. Super smart. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. You mentioned one other thing and then we're going to do one more book promo here. And, uh, you know, at this point in time, I think I've mentioned them on each time I do a recording, but it's been so powerful for me. Have you read 10X is easier than 2X yet? Has that found its way into your library? No, yeah. no I'll okay. break that down. Well, you 10X mentioned is easier than two X. Yeah, so, so you mentioned ten X earlier because you actually have an example of it, and and one of the lessons of that book. So it's written by Dan Sullivan, who's a you know entrepreneurial guru, coach, and really has got it dialed in and, and built an unbelievable business that way. And he and he does it with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. But the two of them have 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 collaborated on several books. The Gap and the Gain is one, which is one of my. Man, that was a book I needed a few months ago, and it hit me right at the right time. We can go talk about that for a while. I was but- literally teaching somebody on my team that concept yesterday. I'm like, you're stuck in the gap. Yeah. I want yeah. you to focus on the game. So, so, and I took those. Le- I'm actually applying those le- lessons each and every day. So th- that they did that one, and they rolled right into 10x disease and the 2x. But what they say in there is stop thinking incrementally. And start yeah. thinking about where were those big jumps in your life? We all have had big jumps in our life. We just not looking back at them and realizing that there was a jump. You, you've done a great job of realizing what that jump was and then taking it from it. And now what I'm hearing from you is like, there's more jumps for me to take. I'm out um, there and I'm, you're, you're really thinking about those big 10x jumps that are out there in front of you because you know you've had them in the past and you're, and you're building on those lessons. So um, just I strong recommend on that one. You already know the author. So I think, you know, it's coming there. Those guys, it's good stuff. I'll check it out. Thanks guys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Okay. So I was going to ask you about how you've switched over into other markets with, with your, with, with your referral business. You've already handled that one for me. So, you know, just in, in from there, if you could go back in time and, and you found these things in twenties, but I love just to hear, boy, where you are today, what would you have told yourself back then? Is there any, as you've learned these things, you, I'm sure it didn't all go smoothly, right? You had some tough times out there at the beginning. Uh, businesses don't grow in a, in a straight line. We know that. No, um, no. Yeah. So a couple things that you've now learned or you have the benefit of, of, of yeah. this, of these experiences, what would you do to go back and say, okay, self, when I'm 24 years old, I, I should be doing this. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that way. I'm more okay. think the same conversation. What have I learned that I'm using now, right? And so one of the things that we've done is we put together our vision board of all of the partners that we want to have on board this company. Like in two years from now, we've got a logo wall of the top 100 companies that we want real estate, mortgage, Home Depot, Lowe's, Staples, GM, all these different companies. Awesome. And because of that, I started out wanting it for me. Then I shared it with my internal team. Team. Now I've incorporated into my presentations and webinars. And so we're sharing that and it's manifesting. And big part of this uh, is, yeah. you know, you've got to speak what you seek until you see what you saw. So yeah. you, it's really powerful. And that process has unlocked many things. But when I look at those 10x jumps that you're talking about, 
Yeah. Typically, they've come through strategic partnerships. Like I had a company called TrustedTeam.com. It was the predecessor to Refer.com. And Trusted Team was like you had your own profile. One half was about you and the other half was your trusted team, right? Your LinkedIn profile plus Angie's List, if you will. Gotcha. We did a partnership with Prudential Home Services, the home... Prudential Real Estate, essentially, but they were called Prudential Home Services. Now it's Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. That partnership we were able to do in 30 days time, they gave us their entire database of all 55,000 realtors on the planet because I asked. I asked for what I wanted. I said, if you would give me the contact information for all of your agents will create online prof- profiles for them on our website and we'll make sure that all the information is accurate. And they loved it. They said, that's sure. fantastic. Please do. And so not only did they give us their database, they promoted us. We did webinars. They had us at their national sales convention and partnerships like that make such a difference in creating credibility elevating your success and accelerating everything so from my perspective it's all about strategic partnerships okay let me let me go through a couple things there first off fantastic stuff i so uh ladies and gentlemen if you're you know paying attention at home we are talking to a true visionary here we we have one in our midst right this is a guy with lots of ideas so in our eos language when we when we have someone that that is is coming at you with ideas and and putting those things up there and putting them out there so first and foremost when we're working our clients like first off have a vision and make sure that you know what your vision is and you know you're going to get there right got to have that and then start sharing that thing share it with everyone Right. And mm-hmm. you're doing that. And, and you're right. That's that's that manifestation. But you've got to get folks out there with you rowing in that same direction. Right. So now your team is rowing in that direction. They know exactly where you want it, where you're going. They all want to get there with you. And you made you, you said a great thing there. Right. You've transitioned from it being not not for you, but for others around you. Right. That you're, yeah, you're, they're absolutely. coming along with you in that. So we have visionary visionary in our midst and, and, and love love to hear from it because I just love I can't wait to hear when we talk about you know, what's next for you. Um, I have one other question for you, though, in this space, because you've mentioned it a couple times. Yep. You're, right. You're not a tech guy, but you founded a bunch of tech companies. Yep. Tell me, right, it can be hard to let go of an idea or a thing that you've poured in your 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 passion into it and, and, you've, and you made it your thing. What's been the toughest move for you to have to take some of the things off of your plate so that you could go on to the next thing? Um, some lessons learned around that, because this is a struggle for many who have an idea it's their baby. They've seen it grow. And, and the fear of letting go of part of it, but 10x, better than 2x, you got to let go of part of it to actually get to the next one. So any yeah. stories there around just that letting go, that, that delegating, that, that it's going to allow you to elevate in, into the, your next thing? I just went through it again. So, yeah, it's a great yeah. question. And the yeah. answer is who, not how. Yeah. Right. In the yep. past, in my younger entrepreneurial days, it was always how am I going to get this done? Yeah. Nowadays, it's who can help get this done with excellent speed and velocity. And yeah. so I've just hired really a new C-suite. I've got a new COO. This is a 30-year retired uh, captain in the U.S. Navy. This man ran 412,000 troops in a $518 billion budget. Wow. So I think he knows a thing or two about operations. So yeah, I, w- I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. 90 days ago, I was running daily calls with my team. Every morning, I'd be on my team. We've got about 25 people in the HOA.com team, yep. and we'd have about half of them in these daily huddles. I don't do that anymore. 
right? right. Now yep. the team meets twice a week instead of five times a week, thanks to this man's leadership, and I'm not on those calls. Now, they record them. I listen yep. to them after at 2X, so it saves me half the time, and I'm letting my leaders lead. We yeah. just brought on a new chief revenue officer and a new chief technology officer. And it's been life-changing, quite frankly, because up to this point, and this happens as you evolve, especially a startup, right? Yeah. You start yeah. with a vision. You've got to get those first followers. Who can you enroll into your vision? <laughs> I need a client. You. You <laughs> a client. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And it takes time. It takes time, right? you got to go create that product market fit. You've got to go validate that your stuff is even worth doing. And you've got to believe in yourself before anybody else does. So as a visionary, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And what we've built now is super cool. So we've actually, you know, I keep talking about this partnership thing. Yeah. Well, one of the big flaws that I see, Scott, is that people go to these networking events they go to coffee, they meet other people and they're like, oh, I like you, you like me, let's do business together. And then typically nothing happens after that. Well, we've created a referral partner blueprint to help people walk through the process. And basically what it is, there's a one sheet that you can print out. And then when you want to meet with somebody, you can literally take it and you create an action plan for yep. your referral partnership. Hey, I'm going to bring you on my podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's one of the top 21 co-marketing campaigns, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead. Did you want I was to just going to say, be, being intentional is so critical there, right? And, and it's that, that's what you're talking about. Go, go in there with a plan. It's just another It's another element of a scorecard, but, but have a plan, right? Just don't wing it. Beyond that, though, Scott, yeah. create an agreement okay. with somebody else about what you're going to do together. Because it's one thing if you come to me and you've got a plan, well, i got to buy into your plan. Fair. For us yep. to co-market each other, right? So what right. we do is we go, here you go, Scott, here's your plan. Now, yep. you can sit down. There's 21 different co-marketing campaigns, and you have a conversation with somebody, and then each of you agree to do whatever actions you are going to agree to do to help the other person. Maybe it's, hey, I'm going to be on the lookout to refer clients to you. I know you're an EOS coach, so I'm going to be looking for business owners with five plus clients, whatever yep. company, uh, employees, yep. whatever your perfect prospect profile is. You've got to train your referral partners how to do that, but then you've got to create an action plan and an agreement around it. And that's where we see most people fail is that they go have a great coffee, they go buy them a beer, and then no action ever is taken and no results are created. Wow. I mean, it's it's funny because I, I, I was going to ask you this at the beginning, but what you go back to, so everyone says, okay, you're going to start your own small business. Well, you got to go network. You got to go out there and do that. And, and you've actually, you, you've turned that a little bit and, and, and really changed the dynamic of what I would actually consider the traditional networking and, and set it on its ear to, to a certain extent because of one, the power and the referrals and the, and the co-marketing that you're talking about there, as well as some of these other ways to well, do it. So big time, Scott. People yeah. go networking and they don't have a clue who they're trying to meet or why they're trying to meet. We teach right. a process of being intentional. Know yes. exactly who you want to meet and then go meet the person that is leading the group and tell them, hey, look, I'm looking to meet a great financial advisor, a CPA whatever it is go yeah. talk to the people that are organizing the event because they typically know everybody in the room and it's their job to connect people sure so let them work for you and then you don't have to have a hundred conversations it's about quality over quantity if you go to a networking event and you just meet the right person one person it can change your business 
Well, and then you're helping them out because the person running that thing has a passion that's their purpose to do exactly what you're talking about. So you're feeding their purpose by doing that. So you got it, it. it does that's come it. back around. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Great stuff. We also teach, Scott, to create your own group. We call them alliance, a business alliance. Yep. So one of the things that we do at HOA.com, and actually we're creating the Christian Business Alliance to help Christian business professionals do this as well. But we believe if you're in business, you should create your own monthly group. Not every week. That's too much. That's like a job. But once a month. Bring your referral partners together, the people that you want to build your business with, where a client for you is a client for them and vice versa. And then we actually create an alliance agenda to make it like a monthly mastermind. So there's a teaching topic. Everybody gets to introduce themselves, but then... It's a dialogue about what are the challenges that we're facing in business. And, you know, maybe this month it's AI and maybe next month it's EOS. But you've got a topic of conversation so that everybody is dialoguing and really learning from each other and building relationships faster. Yeah. And it, and in the right way. Right. I mean, some, some, some boy, some great little nuggets there about uh, growing your damn business, if I don't mind. You know, it's a little, <laughs> little plug on what we're, what we're talking about here. So good stuff all the way around. Right. But be looking at where those key referral partners are, be looking where the, those folks that you want to spend your time with that can really help you and, and, and be targeted and be intentional about finding it. Just good stuff all the way through. We, I mean, we covered a lot. I know we went through quickly. I'm just kind of looking at the time saying, okay, we flew through this. I, I, we cannot let you go, though. Uh, you mentioned it briefly. Let's just talk a little bit what's next, right? What's next on, right. on your mind and give you a chance to, to talk a little bit about that, and then we'll, we'll jump into our five fast questions. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So right now, what's pressing on my mind is we're about to launch the Christian Business Alliance. This is going to be basically like a BNI for Christians, a chamber of commerce for Christians. What we find is like the church I go to, there's no small groups for Christians. The church never talks about business. And yet they've got all these business owners and professionals and they're not really helping them win. So we're setting out to solve three problems. One is helping business, Christian business people connect and collaborate. Uh, Two is actually creating more kingdom commerce because people that are Christians don't buy from other Christians. We don't even know where and how to do that. So we're going to solve that. And then also the funding issue. You know, churches, charities, missions, and missionaries are always begging for dollars. Well, we've got an economic engine to help create sustainable funding for them. So we're super excited. You can go to thecba.org and check it out. We're launching on July 25th. We've got Mark Victor Hansen is actually going to be our keynote speaker. Beautiful, beautiful. It's going to be Compass Christian Church in Chandler. So it's not far from you. Come join us. Beautiful. You can register at thecba.org. Thecba.com. We'll make sure that we include that in there for someone to to grab the link as well. Uh, great stuff. Uh, great, great effort there. And, uh, you know, I mean, you've got this time now you are, you're all in your purpose all the time, which I, I just all love. Right? It's a great, great place to be. Great place to be. All right. Wow. Lots to cover. Thank you so much. It was, it was good stuff. And, uh, it's great to have you as a neighbor as well, before we let you go and give you a chance just to point folks in, in another direction of, of where they can find you. Let's go through our five fast questions. We ask them of all of our guests, just get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to go um, through these rather rapidly, but just first thing that comes to your mind. So the first one is favorite sports team or athlete? Seahawks. Seahawks. That's right. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. What would you eat if it was the last meal that you'd ever eat? Oh, what came to my mind is pizza, but that shouldn't be my answer. But at the moment, it's pizza, I guess. Well, it's guilt-free pizza at that point in time. So, right, why not, right? Do you have a dream vacation spot, either a place you've been or have always wanted to get to? 
I just came back from two weeks in Paris and France and, and Spain. Uh, next on the list is Thailand. Nice. Ooh, nice. That's, I haven't, haven't, haven't had that one yet. That's awesome. Um, favorite movie that you love to rewatch or maybe even a TV show you're streaming right now? Got anything that pops to mind? You know, I just watched Sound of Freedom. That is eye-opening. If people haven't seen it, I've they need to. I've heard that. I have not watched it. I heard it's really, oh, really detailed. We were uh, just talking about that. Actually, in a networking group, some people were talking about that. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting Tim Ballard about six months ago when he was here doing a fundraising event for uh, Operation Underground Railroad. And that is a cause that people need to know about. Yeah. Um, so that's the current. My all-time favorite is The Matrix. I am Neo. Yeah, uh, there that's is. my superhero avatar. Is <laughs> that's I awesome. That's, that's got a little tech side to it as well, so it seems to fit into the mold there. And then the last one is, um, and you shared so many already, so I'm going to ask for one more, but a, a piece of advice or a favorite quote, something that you'd just love to share that you, you find yourself sort of repeating uh, quite often throughout the course of your day and week. Yeah, well, one plus one equals 11. It's the power of partnership. Right. When you're working with others to build your dream together, rather than as a lone ranger or a lone wolf, you can accomplish things much faster and go much further. Brendan, awesome. Thank you so much. Good stuff. So glad I got to meet you. Even if it's in this form, I am sure we're going to find our paths crossing here in some other form since we're not too far away. Where is the best place for people to find you, learn more, understand what's going on? You mentioned HOA.com, but is there something specific that you'd like to point them to? Well, you can check out brandonbarnum.com. That's kind of got all my links. You've got okay. the referral score quiz. I'd recommend people take that. It takes about two minutes to help you identify where you stand on the top 10 referral best practices. Um, that's on ravingreferrals.com. Go check out thecba.org. Uh, crack your bank code at knowyourcode.us. So there's all <laughs> kinds of stuff. But go to brandonbarnum.com and that'll guide you in the right direction. And raving referrals is now on, on my list. So I've added that. See, that's my takeaway here. I've got a book to read here the next few days. So I appreciate that so much. Brandon, it's so great to have you on the show. It's been been my pleasure to, to have you uh, share your stories there and, and uh, really do appreciate you carving out some time here late in the day to, to chat with me. Thanks for having me, Scott. Appreciate it. All right, Brandon. Thanks for joining the Grow Your Damn Business Podcast. Appreciate it so much. Have a great day. You too, brother. The Grow Your Damn Business Podcast is hosted by Scott Goodrich, a professional EOS implementer. To learn more about EOS and how it might help grow your damn business, you can email Scott at scott.goodrich at eosworldwide.com or check out his website at www.eosworldwide.com forward slash Scott hyphen Goodrich. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Damn Business podcast. If you found this conversation valuable, subscribe to our YouTube channel and find us on your favorite podcast platform. We will see you next week on the Grow Your Damn Business podcast.